0: From Destroy the Hairdresser, I'm Sid Charisse.
1: And I'm Caleb Bosher, and you're listening to Bleached. And we're back.
0: We are back.
1: Where were we? Where'd we go? I know. We
0: were were pretty much missing...
1: uh, We went missing for a month.
0: For a month, yeah. Uh, It wasn't planned, but it was absolutely necessary. We have a lot of big things coming up in the fall and we kind of needed a month off of recording just to um, hone in on that and make sure that we can get everything prepped and ready for you guys when we launch, which is really cool.
1: I know November is going to be an exciting month Woo-hoo. for us. Um, <clears throat> a lot of exciting things that we can't, I guess we can't really talk about no. them
0: yet. but we can say that we are looking for host salons around the country. So if any salons out there want us to come visit and uh, be in your space and give you some awesome education, hit us up. DM us. We are, us. yeah, email us, mm-hmm. info at com, or you can DM us on the gram, uh, don't That's um, why I'm wo- wooting so much.
1: Yeah,
0: it'll it. be nice. I'm it'll excited. Be,
1: I think it'll be exciting for us to travel around mm-hmm. and meet all of our all of our listeners, which I just, I looked at the iTunes thing. It doesn't tell us how many people are listening, but it tells us how many people are subscribing. So since we started, we're now around 3,000 subscribers.
0: That's So to think that 3,000 people are listening to us.
1: It's weird, right?
0: Be ridiculous.
1: I know, it's so weird. It's <laughs> well, thank show, you. It's a strange feeling.
0: We really, really appreciate it. Um, <clears> and, you know, we're back in the grind and ready to keep having this for you. And we also spent that month off um kind of attracting new people to bring on the podcast. And by the way, everybody that listened to Brian's, that was our last one, absolutely yeah. loved it. And so we're gonna try to bring more out of the box guests on like that so that um we can find other avenues to help our hair business grow, which yeah. is really
1: great. It's nice to hear other people's opinions. Uh-huh. It's like how many hairdressers can you talk to? Yeah. Right.
0: I know. Too you many. would think with all the people that we know that we would be able to get more hairdressers on the podcast, but Mm-hmm. Trying to deal with schedules is just not... And I think, too, <laughs> people,
1: I think people like hearing, at least I like hearing, all of my inspiration comes from non-hairdressers, mm-hmm. So, and I think I, I forget that, I think it's true for a lot of people, um, like one of our favorite websites, 99u.com, love that website, yeah. no one on there is a hairdresser, but no. I just love the way that, you know, the people that are posting think, I love the way that they talk about different topics it just kind of I think it's important for us as creative people because I think yes we are hairdressers yeah but we're creative people and creative people need constant creative stimulation and you can't just look at hair all day and use mm-hmm. that as inspiration I was talking to one of my coaching students and we were, a while ago and we were trying to figure out what inspires her to grow her career and we kind of came down to the fact that she loves um She'll know who this is just from what I'm saying, but <laughs> <clears throat> she loves um, going to like uh, Michelin star restaurants and experiencing really great cuisine and meeting the chefs and doing all that. And it has nothing to do with hair, but it has everything to do with fueling that creative side. And I yeah. think that's what, I think it's important.
0: It's very important. I really, I, I agree with you. I like to go, uh... Find inspiration in museums or books or sometimes just nature in general.
1: You're a book person.
0: Yeah, I really love reading books. I love Nine U because their books are so great. But uh yeah, I like to read and draw inspiration. It's weird, like you're like, oh, you're reading something, how can we draw inspiration into that? But I like it absolutely one hundred percent
1: Yeah, <laughs> and <clears throat> sorry, I have something in my throat and I cannot get it out. So everyone's gonna have to deal with that. No, it's and I think that's what we're doing with the podcast. I think we really, yes, we're gonna we're gonna have hairstylists on. We're gonna have you know people from the beauty industry on. But just bringing Brian on as a photographer was really interesting, and I and we got a lot of feedback. We didn't get a lot of like fan mail per se, but we got a lot of comments um, and texts and DMs about mm-hmm. how they just they loved what he had to say, and it yeah. was so helpful. And I think that's the direction that we'll head with more of our stuff.
0: And our blog, those of you that uh, yes. are just avid podcast listeners and don't list, or don't read the blog, uh, we do have a blog with a lot of really cool inspiration on there as well. And Kate Wright, our blogger, um, is amazing. And we actually just hired on our new trend reporter. Tatiana. Yeah. And she wrote a really cool article called uh, Ballsy Blonde buzzed Bombshells. It was good. It was so good. And
1: she put a photo of your imaginary girlfriend. Yeah,
0: Kristen Stewart. I'm I'm the only one on the planet that just absolutely loves her.
1: <laughs> her hair is getting shorter and shorter.
0: I'm okay with it. I don't hate it. And she's a lesbian now. Mm-hmm.
1: Or what is it? she openly lesbian? Or are we still not talking about it?
0: I have no idea. I'm pretty sure she's out, but who knows what's going on. If you ever and want,
1: <clears throat> I can't share on here, but I do have a Kristen Stewart story about her lesbian lover. Remember the movie premiere? I went to. Oh,
0: yes, yes, yes. So, yes, if anybody
1: yes. ever wants to know that, if we'll anyone knows me and they have my personal phone number, you can ask me about my
0: <laughs> Kristen,
1: Stewart. Kristen Stewart experience. It's actually pretty <laughs> hilarious.
0: I love it.
1: But yeah, she, uh Tatiana is on our team now. Mm-hmm. Ironically, we have not spoken to her because Kate, our blogger Kate, takes care of all of that. Yeah. So, we should probably reach out to her. So, Tatiana, to, if you're listening, we'll,
0: yeah.
1: we'll reach out to you. I would
0: love to have her on the podcast when she, uh, when she comes to visit,
1: which would be great, but um Is she Kate,
0: from- Kate has all the writers and she deals with all the writers, and that's her her fun project so
1: but check out the blogs they are really good i the last one the latest one we did was um actually well, the latest one we did was educate don't appropriate and I think that people <clears throat> it's a big topic right now um and I think it kind of gives you a rundown of.
0: What we shouldn't do and how we should act, and
1: yeah, but with with taking out history. with taking out all the red tape, because I think
0: yeah, I she think did a great. Kate wrote it very well, and and I was so like I was like I love your brain, yeah,
1: absolutely love your it brain. It was so great, very very
0: super proud.
1: So check that, that out. Amazing. And then I think one is being released today, which depending on when you hear this recording,
0: <laughs> it might already be out. It
1: might already be out. But I think it's out today, and I think it is on. Tatiana's blog is on the, and I think we've heard of it, I think we've seen it, but the Pravana changing hair color, hair color, The hair color changing hair color.
0: Mm-hmm. I've seen, I've seen. Videos color changing Facebook
1: hair color, I guess. It, so,
0: so apparently cool. when you
1: put heat on it, it changes color, but she wrote a whole article on it. So that should be out today or whenever you hear this recording, it's definitely out. Please mm-hmm. look into it. It's going to be cool. She is our trend reporter. So she is gonna. we're going to start bringing you more trends. We weren't doing that so much. We were doing more business, but we are expanding to bring exactly. you more information.
0: Um, but, yeah, and then we have, you know, Kate and Tatiana giving you the down low on what's going on in the industry, which is fun. Um,
1: is Kate coming for Fashion Week? Do we know?
0: I don't know. I don't think so. No? No.
1: But you're doing Fashion Week.
0: I'm doing Fashion Week. For all my Aveda peeps out there, I'm actually doing Fashion Week with Ellen Ruiz.
1: We love Alan. Yeah,
0: we worked with him a long time ago.
1: We actually shared our idea. Alan was one of the first people that we shared our idea with, but it wasn't called Destroy the Hairdresser. Yeah,
0: we, we were calling little... ourselves something else, and we shared, um, we we rang him up, and randomly we emailed him, and we, we were like, we want to know what you think about this. We look up to you. We want your advice. And he jumped on it, and he- uh,
1: He gave us a ton of advice.
0: He gave us such great advice that we probably still use today. So. Um, Thanks for that. But yeah, yeah, I'm doing public schools with him and um, the rest of the VEDA crew, which is fun. And uh, I have a couple little shows and a couple of shoots next week. And so I'll be super busy with all of that shenanigans, which is great. And this is like, I think our fourth or fifth fashion week?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and you're not doing any shows.
1: I'm not. But I'm sure you will last minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of a last minute fashion week person. I I Fashion week gives me a lot of anxiety um but anything anything kind of like that does i'm much better with like one on one celebrity clients private clients i that's really what i i uh i excel at and i think that fashion week is such an amazing experience i think it's i don't know i think it's kind of magical i think it's really great for if you've never experienced it it's really great if you have experience it's great to lead um it's it's its own beast it it's is. its own beast in the industry it's like there's like being a hairdresser and there's like being a hairdresser at fashion week yeah. and i think there's i think they're very different i don't i don't think they're the same
0: full circle moment i think it's really cool one of our students uh um he his dream last year was to come to fashion week he had never done it we ended up doing a show that we were able to bring a bunch of our students with us on oh, board yeah. and so he got to assist us and work side by side with us in uh you know, it felt really great to be able to provide that opportunity to have his dream come true. And now he is the lead stylist for a show. And um, within a year of our coaching, he went from, you know, living somewhere. Now he lives in New York. And now he is a lead stylist for a show. And two of our my new students are coming in, flying in to work with him. Yeah. So I love that full circle moment. That's so great.
1: We have a lot of success stories of people that have moved here Um over five people that are doing fashion week that have never done it before mm-hmm. that are part of Destroy the Hairdressers coaching program. And I, it's it's funny because we don't offer, we don't get you in, we don't offer you a way in, yeah. but because of the way that we approach coaching, you have the strength and ability and you've built the network on your own to take care of it. And I think that's
0: that's really cool. I think a there's a lot of,
1: yeah, I think there's a lot of programs out there that like offer people like, oh, sign up for this program and we'll get you into Fashion Week or,
0: or pay all this money pay, and, then we'll,
1: and those are great. Yeah, they and are. those are fun, especially if you're tied to like a celebrity hairdresser. Mm-hmm. But our approach to coaching in this business is to really elevate someone to a place where they can, where you're building your own network. Yeah to get what to do what you want to do you're you're making those decisions on your own we're not just handing you're not paying us and we're handing you a formula you know we we're we're working with you to really change the way that you think and we break through your barriers a lot of people want to do fashion week i can't tell you how many people i think right before fashion week destroy the hairdressers instagram gets a ton of dms mm-hmm. are you doing fashion week can i work with you to do that and that's not really how it works and the reality is that not everyone can do it because it takes a certain type of person and you have to really jump at the opportunities. I think sometimes people ask the question like, oh, if I can, cool, but yeah. they don't really mean it. Yeah. But then there are people that are like, I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And they show up and, yeah. they, and they show up and they're doing it. Like Absolutely. that's how I actually, I mean, that's how I moved to New York. I was working fashion week and got poached.
0: Yeah. I mean, the first show I've ever, I ever did, I, I uh, reached out to someone, and I said, I'm coming, I'm flying there, and I want to be on your team, and mm-hmm. I was so assertive that they were like, okay,
1: yeah." There like, was, it uh, wasn't
0: like, hey, do you have room for me on my team, like, it was like, I'm coming, and I'm not saying that works for everybody, but...
1: It, it works from, it works like, more than the other way.
0: Yeah, so, and she's <laughs> like, my, one of my students, she was like, I want to come, and she's like, I really want to work for this designer, and I was like, well, ask him, like, ask if you can work with him, and uh, she's like oh my gosh I can't do that and I said what do you have (laughs) to lose like what's the worst he could say no you know like you were already at that no point so you might as well take that chance um and she ended up reaching out to him and now she's working for him and so that's wonderful uh but I think in the past like we joke sometimes though we've done it like the maybe in the the spring you know like oh fashion will carry again because living in New York it's crazy it gets crazy and you know, you can't get anywhere, and it's just yeah,
1: it's a little captive. bit, but, you know.
0: um, Caleb and I were talking today about how sometimes it's really important to kind of go back in time and remember what it felt like to do something for the first time. Like, you know, remember that kind of passion and excitement, and it kind of really pumped us up again to like, you know, like really appreciate appreciate fashion again. Like, how what did many- you
1: what did you call it?
0: it's called the, the whole concept behind it is called beginner's mind. And I I really love that because it was just like, it's kind of like putting you out of that negative mindset and totally going forward and being like, I'm going to go at this with a like beginner's view. Like, and you could do that with anything in your life. Like something that you kind of lost appreciation for kind of like dread. Like let's say you're doing the client and you're just like, ugh I'm going to do the same old color, same old cut. Like if you came at it, like as a beginner Like, go back in time of how you were, like, when you first started this career and that passion, that excitement. Like, how would that person attack what they're doing? Like, I know for me, I would be like, I can't wait to get my hands in this color. I really want to, like, stir this up. What if I added this in there? What if I did that? You know, know, with cutting, like, why don't we do that rather than getting in the same old? Because, like, for real, though, on a real level, we can all do hair on autopilot. Yeah. Like, we can. And we sometimes fall into that trap. And we see so many people you know, that come to us for coaching, they say they're bored and they're stuck and they're, you know, they're not making the kind of money and it's just like, that's one thing that we do is we shake them up and kind of give them that beginner's mind again and like bring back that passion and excitement so that they're excited to be doing what they're doing and that's yeah so important. And I think it's, it, you know, even, even Caleb and myself, like we try to, we really try to like remember that and like, okay, instead of being like, oh, we have to do this again, like how can we get, excited
1: about this I think to add to that I think a lot of people don't reach out during fashion week or they do it in this really like insecure way mm-hmm. and I'm kind of sick of people coming like being like oh I don't want to bother anyone like for all of us people that think that they're humble <laughs> this is not humility
0: this is not the time.
1: It's, well it's also like that's not real humility humility yeah. is knowing that you have to be there And then when you get there, appreciating and respecting everyone in the process, right? It's not about not going. It's not about not reaching out. People are always like, oh, I'm too, you know, like, I don't want to be that person. It's like, those are the only people that make it anywhere.
0: Absolutely. That doesn't
1: mean that you have to be an asshole. That doesn't mean that you have to be a diva. That doesn't mean that you have to...
0: Step on people to get up there. It
1: just means that you have to assert yourself into a network. You need to put yourself in front of people that will see you. You have to stand out even when it's I, – and I, this is going to sound weird. It's kind of a deep topic, but have you ever felt like you're really good at something and other people aren't, so you actually diminish what you're doing? Yeah. I feel like Fashion Week, that runs a little rampant. Mm-hmm. There are people that really stand out, like, wow, they know what they're doing. And then there are other people that are like, I, they don't know what they're doing and you can see it and then there's people like me or maybe you or other people where you're like oh my god do I am who am I Yeah. like am I should I like because
0: you're looking at someone you admire and maybe their work isn't the best should I be like
1: should I do what I'm really great at and just blow everybody out of the water or should I like take it back make, should I like yeah bring it back a do little do you
0: ever bit? do that thing where you kind of like, like I don't know what to do what do you want me to do you yeah know, and it's, like, it's you like, like you actually know, know exactly, exactly
1: what do. Do. yeah you know exactly <laughs> what to do but you don't you don't like it's a that's the hardest thing for me, and I think
0: humility is
1: being able to know when to do that. But it's not not showing up or not going or not bothering someone just to get to where you want to be. It's when you get there, how are you going to act in those situations? Like, I don't need to be the center of attention during a fashion week show, especially if I'm not the key artist. Yeah. Um, so it is this really delicate dance. I've actually seen people ruin their careers because they try to outshine someone and you're like, oh no. So I'm not saying don't outshine people. I'm just saying it's about actively oh, <laughs> it's active it's actively choosing when and when not. Yeah. Right? Like is that person's work so bad that you need to redo it? Because then maybe you gotta redo it. Yeah. Is that person's work not is not what you would do, but it's okay and it looks great and nobody will notice? The hell then back off. Yeah. So yeah, it's a this 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 thing I know it's a it, no one ever really talks about this yeah. but I think this is one of the biggest things in fashion week because you're around so many people and you're working so quickly and if something's not right sometimes you have to take it right. out and like I remember being in a show um, a couple of years ago and it was a tent show so it was a big it was a big it was a big one and someone had done a few of the models and then the key artist was like Caleb hey, can you take all those down and like do them in front of the person and I'm like yeah and then you have to do it
0: absolutely
1: and then you then you go like do i teach them or do i just like show do them it. or do i just do it and we don't talk about like it like they're you don't already know
0: feeling what, like shit i'm just gonna do them and yeah
1: it's such a weird yeah, I've
0: moment had moments like that where you know you definitely want to work on teams where you you know you know someone or at least know the artist you know how they work like do your research yeah. people don't just jump on a team jump on a team then it's, it comes from a very uh selfish place like really want to be on these teams that you're on because you want to work with these
1: people yeah like working with alan is very different than working with sally yeah. working with sally is very different than working with garen like everyone some people want you to jump in and do everything and just take over some people want you to do step by step what they're doing some people want you to just stand there yeah literally just stand there to do nothing <laughs> and um
0: you're just there for emotional support yeah I've so been there, i've been the bobby pin holder before
1: yeah and it's like Always, but that's
0: the moment you live for. I
1: always fall into those moments of like. I never feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be, especially this is all Fashion Week moments. Like I, I <laughs> we're I'm,
0: only talking about. Fashion. Yeah, like
1: I'm sitting there and I'm like, is this? Should I be standing here? Should I be helping you, or should I go help them, or should I be doing my own? Mo-? It is a mindfuck. Fashion Week is a mindfuck. So remember that anxiety I was talking about. <laughs> this is what it is. This is what it sounds like. Basically,
0: if we could give any advice, you know. Go with the flow. Be assertive. Ask questions if you're not clear. Um, and yeah. stay the hell out of the way. Yeah. And, and don't.
1: It's better to be out of the way than yeah. to be in the way, trying to look like you're doing something. Unless if you're not doing something, then just sit back.
0: Also, knowing it's appropriate to take pictures and when not—that's
1: oh, a good one. That is
0: absolutely huge. Yeah. Uh, I did a Stella of show a couple years back, and we were taking pictures, and I remember them. Like when Anna Wintour walked in, the security was just like, "Put your phones down." Like we were in silence. Like you could have heard a pin drop at that, that stadium or the stadium gymnasium. Um, but stay out of the way. And when it comes to your kit, like a lot of times uh, lead titles will give you like a list of things. But if I could give you any advice, pack everything. Pack your dog. Pack your lunch. But yeah. I mean, you pack oh definitely have snacks on board. I'm a big bring of snacks to the yeah, day. but. Only because the, I've been in situations where someone's like, we need one random thing that has nothing to do with what was supposed to be in your kit, like,
1: you yeah, know, it always know, toenail
0: clippers or something. Exactly. And one person would have them saves the day, you yeah. know, or, or yarn or extra hair or something like
1: that. And it's those moments that really... You shine. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really your work. Yeah. It's more of the work ethic and...
0: So I, I bring everything. I bring clippers, even if it's not a show where we would be using it. Like, you know, like, I, I bring absolutely everything that i i can get my hands and on set there. your
1: station up right next to, to the key stylist because yeah. when you do like a you're gonna be learning b they're gonna be looking at you for hands like it's just a better position mm-hmm. like don't set up way in the corner by yourself there's no point in coming all the way to fashion week in new york and then hiding yeah in the corner which i've done before
0: yeah and what i was gonna say like you and i um the last one we did together um was we actually got there? It was like the third show of the day, and we got there, and they really didn't need all of us. I think there was like ten of us.
1: And it was uh,
0: Jenny Pacman, right? Um, but they, they didn't need all of us, and so it was just the two key stylists. I think it was Frank and uh, Ryan, and mm-hmm. they um they were working on something, and you and I stood right next to them. Like even though, and everybody else on the team was sitting around, and Like, they were sitting around doing nothing on their phones, and you and I stood right next to them and, like, had the bobby pins, and, like, that actually ended up getting us on the team for the following year because we were so present, so. Um,
1: Yeah, sometimes it doesn't.
0: This is not a time to sit down on your phone. You can do that at home. This is, like, a career-changing
1: moment. Also, too, in that moment, it was, like, if you were going to sit on your phone, it'd be better just to leave. Yeah. No one notices if you leave.
0: I remember that was (laughs) the first show of the day that there was snacks present, and I would, like hand a bobby pin and then run and shove like carrots or a sandwich in my mouth and then run back and like pull the bobby pins because I'm so starving
1: and also when you do take photos I think this is a big one it's easy to get caught up in the work and not take photos if you don't take photos remember the names of your models
0: add them on instagram add
1: them on instagram and they will post a photo of themselves in the show and just take that post
0: yeah I brought one of our students with me to Men's Fashion Week, and we did Ovadian Sons, mm-hmm. and he was busting out those boys left and right, and got all of their Instagram names, and they all regrammed him. And then we, all of our work was in Vogue Runway, yeah, which was really cool. So
1: social media is—you've got to be on it, and you don't have—it's not about being on it in the direct moment. It's about like a, like you said, connecting with the model or connecting with the you know follow the person you're working for. Like if you're working for. Um, you know no uh novice then we need to follow them Get you know? credit
0: where credit's do i talk about that a lot in my instagram classes but um yeah just make sure that you're making those connections and uh you're tagging the appropriate people and and taking pictures and listen fashion Week is so busy there's so many shows going on i will search for the show i did like within 24 hours and then after that it's gone so like search the shows on your computer and on your no phone. one cares yeah and, t- and save the pictures that way you can uh they're hard to find later that way you can uh, put them on your website or put them on your instagram and it's just it's a really cool time i hope a lot of you are coming to fashion week if you are coming to town for fashion week mm-hmm. please dm us hit us up we are in new york we might see you at a show yeah um you might see us on the street maybe in a coffee shop who knows um but yeah, if you if you kind of want more information on how to what's appropriate like tagging and and uh, Instagram etiquette, I did a really cool class that is still up on our website and still for sale on. Um, it's called Instagram the Hairdresser. So make sure you sign up for that. And we have some really really cool online classes going on right now. Um, Caleb has this one this week. Do you want to tell him about it?
1: Yeah, I'm doing one tomorrow actually, and it is on it's called 20k in 30 days and it's just uh an hour-long class to webinar um it's an hour-long webinar on how to make technically how to make $20,000 in one month um there will be people that can actually do that if they follow the advice um it is possible to make that kind of money if you really work at it uh and I have all the tips tricks tools um on how to get there. So it's a lot, even if you take the class and you're not going to make 20 K, you're going to make more money, way more money. Um, because we think differently, we're really going to introduce you to different, uh, avenues. I call it new avenues of revenue. So ways of making money that you have not already thought of, I guarantee it. Um, so that's tomorrow. Um, but all of our classes get recorded. All of our, all of our educational classes. And you can always purchase the recording. So if you're hearing this later, uh, if you're hearing this past September 5th, um, you are more than welcome to go on the website, DestroyTheHairDresser.com, click on our online classes tab, and you can purchase any of the past classes. Uh, it'll alert our team, and our team will send you a link and password to view the class for seven days, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. So, and our classes are so affordable. It's like, we're the... And they're really and so, fun. They're fun, and you can do them at home, and you can also do you on your phone or on your computer or on your way to work
0: kind of like you're listening to this right now (laughs) the feedback has been uh really great like people have already gotten the class we taught last time and um i did a social media class and they have already gotten more followers and up their game and gotten more clients in their chair just based on we had
1: a lot of people comment on how like they give us their exact excuse me their exact percentage of how many new followers yeah
0: i was like track it girl yeah (laughs)
1: And um, I did a class on millennial leadership. Um, it was for you know millennials that are working their way into leadership or people that are working with millennials and or leading millennials on their team. And I think it that went really, really well. I've gotten a lot of great feedback on Those that.
0: Those were our August classes. Those were
1: our August. They're still available. The recording mm-hmm. is still there. And then, um, then you're
0: teaching yours in September.
1: Tomorrow. Um, September 5th. Uh, September 4th. Oh, sorry. So September 4th. Then,
0: and you're working on Labor
1: Day. Yeah. <laughs> labor Day, which is the holiday that no everybody's one knows.
0: gone, everything's closed. I'm like, what?
1: But this no one knows what it is. We had to look it up before our podcast. We did. <laughs> it celebrates labor. Yeah, that's really what it is. It's celebrating the workers that make America great. Yep.
0: Yep. 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 But everybody is gone, and I'm like, I'm like, this is the last minute excuse to go to the Hamptons. Like, I'm still working tomorrow. It's crazy.
1: So, what is your class that's coming up?
0: My class is actually um, a little eyebrow razor like everybody's like oh that's ballsy but it is called raise your fucking prices okay um it's actually a breakdown of appropriate more professional ways to raise your prices when you should do it how you should go about doing it what the number should be because i feel like there's so much stigma around that um this class is totally for salon owners booth rental and even the hairstylist how Mm -hmm. to go about it um
1: it's really unique. It's different ways. Yeah, And it's I've even had stylists the... stylist
0: be like, my salon won't let me raise my prices. What do I do? And I'm like, but you still want to take the class because I have ways around that as well. Um, you know, we, we really focus on the stop living paycheck to paycheck and how to make more money. And also um,
1: changing your belief system around money.
0: Exactly. That's a huge one. And that's going to be the biggest part of this class. It's like how to change what we think uh, around our paychecks and what our worth is. Um, and also... You know, really focusing on our professional self-worth. What What is that? What does that look like? So sign up for our September classes. Kayla's class, 20K in 30 days. My class, Raise Your Fucking Prices. They are on our website.
1: And if you miss them live, you can get the recording. Mm-hmm. And share uh, share this with your... If you're a salon owner, share it with your team. They this is You know, our classes are very affordable. Um, even if you wanted to pay... If you're a salon owner and you want to pay for some of your staff to take these classes, we do have salons that are using our classes as, you know, reward systems. Uh, in their business so people that reach their goals or people that are doing really well or just people that they really want to help maybe they're not doing so well and they really want to help them change the way they think about their Instagram their social their leadership all of those things they you know paying for your staff to take these classes $60 sixty dollars for an hour class that they can watch for seven days I think it's Priceless. great for salon owners mm-hmm. to do um, if you're an independent hairdresser or you're Boss will not pay for these classes. We we try to make this. We try to make our prices really affordable for anyone that really wants to learn. So please do yourself a favor. Get some of the recordings. Live them. Love them.
0: And let us know what you think. We love yes. feedback. So and love testimonials. So we can uh, post you on the the website, which yeah. is really
1: fun. And um, for those of you that are, you know, we don't talk a lot about our coaching program, mm-hmm. but I think. We really, you know, we have a six month long coaching program, used to be a year long. And we and we've we've broken it up. Yeah, we broke it down into two parts. And for anyone that's really, whether you're in leadership as a salon owner or a manager, or you're working behind a chair or going freelance, really have created something unique and different and really supportive for creatives in the beauty industry that are really looking to enhance their careers and not only enhance their careers and not only make more money that's always the goal but to actually feel fulfilled in what they do and I think that's really what we do we coach people towards fulfillment in their careers and if you want more information on that we really encourage you to go to our website destroythehairdresser.com and just click on um I believe it's coaching yeah like look at what we offer Kind of view the website. And then when you are ready, you can request a conversation with us. We call it a strategy session. Um, Fill out your information, like Sid said, and you'll talk with one of our coaches, whether it's me, Sid, or somebody else on our team. And we really create a program that will help you change the way you do everything. And changing the way you do everything will change how you make money. It'll change what your paychecks are. It'll change how people work with you. It'll change everything. And it's, We've had really great success with. it. We
0: just want you to make more money and live your life, live your best life.
1: Yeah. hashtag #Hashtag, hashtag
0: Live Your Best Life. So um, that's what we're doing. That's what we want to do.
1: If you want to hear testimonials again, those are on the, f- the homepage of our website. You can scroll down and read through all of them. Come
0: play with us.
1: Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a am- no matter who you work with as your coach, it will be an amazing, life changing experience. So, online classes private coaching and if you guys are interested we do have a lot of stuff coming up in November but for those that own salons or want us to come visit their salon please reach out to us because we are going to be traveling next especially
0: on that west coast we need a couple more salons on the west coast if you're out
1: there and want us to come visit so the Easterners love us the west coasters they don't reach out as much they're so far away so far away but (laughs) close to our hearts yeah (laughs) that was good wasn't it that was so good so we will see you next time hopefully two weeks and that's all we have. Now we're going to go do our webinar. I know. <laughs> Bye. Check us out at www.destroythehairdresser.com.